We are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Wednesday, September 27th. And we usually do an intro, but Damian Lillard just got traded. Finally. I mean, we spent the entire summer, the entire everything talking about, oh, when's Dame getting traded? It's going to be the heat. It's going to be the heat. Sam's spending the whole summer. They shouldn't trade him to the heat out of spite. And Sam's now doing the, uh, you know, the meme of the four guys dancing with the coffin where it goes. Oh, that one. I was thinking the uh, um, Rip Bozo meme, the one that Embiid Bozo, tweeted yeah, when yeah, Simmons yeah. got traded. That one, too. Also a very good one. Very good one. Yeah. I need to actually, before we start, you can talk, but I'm going to look and go into the Heat subreddit. Because I talked about this when oh, we yes. had Cam on. A little spoiler yes. for you. He's coming on with us. Yes. And uh, I can't wait to see what they have to say. That'd be a, that's going to be a perfect way for us to enter the show. But Damian Lillard has been traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, I'll read the trade here just for the sake of the intro of the podcast for all of you guys. So we know the full deals. The Suns were also in the deal. DeAndre Ayton went to the Portland Trailblazers. The full trade of the deal. Damian Lillard to the Bucks. Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tumani Kamara, 2029 first round pick in a Bucks pick swap to the Blazers. And then the Suns get Yusuf Nurkic, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson and Grayson Allen uh, Bucks are also sending Portland there. They're sending in the 2029 first and swaps in 28 and 30. So, the, but the trailblazers control a lot of the Bucks draft future now. Um, and like Sam said, we are going to have camp to of Celtics wire and the Celtics lab podcast on the show later to talk about maybe a drew holiday to the Celtics trade idea. We're talking about the context of the damn trade. We're going to break it all down. A little celebration. A yeah, we're talking about it all with Cam. We'll go over it a bit briefly here, but we're going to start with Sam. Do we have the Heat subreddit up? I do. So somebody yes. shared the Adrian Wojnarowski tweet, the breaking. The Portland yeah. Trailblazers are trading guard Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks, sources tell ESPN. Uh, someone said pain, and then somebody replied to that person and said, legit might be the biggest FU I've ever seen. Not only didn't trade us Dame, but also made the strongest team in the East stronger. Honestly, I'm impressed. (laughs) Don't necessarily love the package they got back, though. Kind of pissed Pat couldn't beat it. Really? You don't think they got a good package back? They got Drew Holiday and DeAndre Ayton? That's an excellent return compared to what? Uh, Me and the boys in one draft pick? (laughs) My God, that's like Miami's trade package was terrible. I don't. It's delusional. I have no idea why anybody thought that the Heat would have any kind of leverage in this. That was the annoying part, and you rat-listed it last time because the 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 beat writers were having a victim complex about yeah why why won't they just do it? Why won't they 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 just give us Dame for free? Someone said this is what death feels like. Someone replied and said <laughs> on repeat, mm. we didn't mean it, hero. We wanted you all along. <laughs> Oh man, Reddit's what a play. and we are back to a football town. Shout out to the Dolphins. They are another rat list. Not that this is a uh, football podcast. Seventy points is fucked up. <laughs> they, they killed the Broncos, man. Um, Seventy points, uh, seventy-one for Dame. Too bad he's not gonna be. There. I wonder if anybody made that joke when it happened, just for Dame to go to the Bucks. <laughs> Holy shit! How did we fuck this up? At least it's not Boston. <laughs> fair well yeah sure fair. whatever 
I will say, refused to deal with Miami out of spite and ego. Respect. Yeah, that's that's yeah. all I asked for all summer is just don't do this. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. nobody deserves to win here. Everybody's being terrible. Miami's lowballing them as they kind of should have, and Dame's trying to strong arm them to funnel this deal to where he gets to go play where he wants. Like this is like euphoria for me, dude. I'm so happy. We already did a half hour on this with Cam, and I'm still busted yeah, yeah. that they that he say- just didn't get his way. And the Heat fans that act like it was a foregone conclusion. Who well, I don't even really hate Heat fans that much. There was there was dude that uh, um, that uh, befriended us during the playoffs that I actually really like, and he's a James, Heat fan. The writer, yes, uh, yeah, James Alexander. I think his name. Shout is. out to he's him. He's excellent. Beast. He's fun on Twitter. He'll troll me mm-hmm. once in a while. Respect. But the ones <laughs> that are just like, yeah, dude, he's on our team. Two K put it in dialogue to smooth over when he eventually inevitably got traded to Miami. Yeah. Like this did, was did all they? so yes, they did. I saw what they do. They, they literally have like talking points. Like the, the commentary team will, will talk about the move mm. or how he just joined the team or whatever. Wow. It was programmed into the game because everybody just assumed this was going to happen. I'm That's so fine. happy that everybody wasted their time, including us down, like fine with it. Sure. Good. The NBA wins today this is a victory for the nba as much as it sucks from a celtics perspective that he's going to join milwaukee and help them revamp their their championship contention not to say that they were even out of it but to become even stronger already being one of the top teams to compete with the celtics it's not the best but again the league wins because players turns out they don't control everything yeah i will say when you mentioned the person on the Heat, right, it's saying at least it's not the Celtics. Of all the teams that could have gotten Dame in the East, the Bucks feel like the most balanced, if that makes sense. Like, the Heat would have gotten him after a playoff run without Tyler Hero. They would have added him to the core that just made the Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics, if they had magically pulled off the trade, would have gotten him for Malcolm Brogdon and something else. So they would, they would have kept Tatum Brown in Porzingis. The Raptors, if they had maybe gotten him, probably would have gotten him for OG Ananobi, kept Scotty Barnes, kept Pascal Siakam, kept all this... The Bucs had to give up their second best player to get Damian Lillard. They got better. Don't get me wrong. Dame is a better player than Drew Holiday. But they had to give up an all-star to get an all-star. Everybody else who would have been in this race would be giving up role players and draft picks to get Dame. <clears throat> the Bucs got better, but the defense got worse. The offense got a lot better. But like, I feel like it's the most balanced out of all the possible destinations he could have gone to. That said... If we thought a Jamal Murray Jokic two man game was nasty, the Lillard Giannis two man game True. is going to be pretty disgusting. You want to speak of uh, Miami? You got the <laughs> one of the great memes is uh, the Grim Reaper knocking on all the doors, and Tyler Hero survives yet another trade saga. First, they had James Harden, <laughs> then Donovan Mitchell, then Dame, and he still stands as they begin to knock for Joel Embiid. I'm surprised uh, it's not Giannis. I was expecting it to be Giannis. I'm surprised it's not Harden again. Yeah, I think, that too. I mean, we talked with Cam. Like that that feels like the most realistic that, uh... one. Somebody somebody put the video of Homelander in the movie theater. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I know it. Do I know it? It's yeah, you do. It's he's just staring off into space. Oh, yeah, at, okay. As, yeah. Somebody put a LeBron mixtape and it says Tyler Hero when it comes to surviving off-season trade rumors. Yeah. Uh then there's Jimmy saying there's tampering. Uh, Lebetard, uh, the Miami Heat are going to get Damian Lillard. I believe this is before the news broke. Yeah. Tough. I will say, not to give the Heat credit in anything, that uh, that subreddit page, 
looks fire. The court. Oh, agreed. So the Celtics sick. one is similar. I think I'm gonna go pull it up. Now. Okay. Okay. Actually, so, I think they changed it from the parquet to something you will love very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it gonna load? Is it gonna load? Is it gonna load? Say it's Wi Fi. Oh, against no, it's not. Game. But they have a picture of Derek White being celebrated after Game Six on the side. Oh, good. There you go. Well, yeah. anyways uh dame again traded to the bucks again we talked about it with cam we're gonna throw it over to that right now you can listen to our conversation with him about it and uh then we'll we'll be back all right welcome in mr cam to bat the you hear me say his name a million times on the show because i'm with him at celtics games to the point where sam mocks me for it every time but uh thank you for joining us cam how you doing today I'm good, but I texted you and said, can I come on the show? So the pleasure's all mine. <laughs> Absolutely. Open it. Don't say that like too I loud. Said. We don't need Jack getting asked for people to do guest spots. Yeah, well, I have Jack's uh, number. Cam is a VIP. Yes, yes. It's like him, um, Bobby Kravitsky, and that's it. Like, those are the people that Jack is just, like, has as honorary, honorary members of the show. It's the one, yeah. too. It's the one, too. But, Cam, you specifically asked to join us for something that I think we were going to talk about anyways. Obviously, the Dame stuff happened. We can talk about that a little bit. I'm sure Sam and I will talk about it for another portion of the show as well. But Drew Holiday was traded to the Portland Trailblazers in this deal. And if you look at the point guard mold that the Celtics have gone for in recent years, Drew Holiday is just kind of the supersized version of that point guard. It's the all defensive point guard that's good at playmaking and well, in the case of Derek White, it's a pretty good three-point shooter. In the case of Marcus Smart, it's a decent three-point shooter. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sam r- ruining the show. Uh, but Drew Holiday, Celtics, question mark? Uh, what, what do we think? Okay. Um, let me put, like, realism, a realism lens on it first, <laughs> which yeah. is, first of all, the money is pretty tough. It's It's it going to cost at least two of... Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon, Al Horford, and Robert Williams. Um, and probably definitely Robert Williams because the Trailblazers want someone young, right? On top of that, you probably have to include Pritchard or Hauser or Cornette, some more salary filler because Drew Holiday makes a ton of money. Yeah. Um, and I don't really see a world where Boston has the best package around. Um, Possibly. Thank you for being mature about that. Um, <laughs> I, I suppose other teams maybe don't want any, on the action and things change, but I just I don't really know how Boston could possibly actually get in the game unless uh, Brad Stevens called some of his friends in Oklahoma City or San Antonio or Indiana teams that he seems to have a good relationship with, and he helps make it a three-team trade such that some tantalizing pieces are going to Portland because I, I just like I don't see how Boston has the package Portland could want. Now, it's also worth pointing out that they just said goodbye to a 29-year-old Marcus Smart who is. Mm. Uh, cut his teeth on defense and Brad Stevens likes to sell high on point guards, usually higher than consensus or sooner than consensus. So Drew Holiday, who's 33, who makes a lot more money, uh, that doesn't make any sense. Okay. So we've level set. I would have put Drew Holiday on an all-NBA team last year. I think Drew Holiday is fantastic. I know Jimmy Butler ate his lunch in that round in the postseason, (laughs) but in the aggregate, Drew Holiday is just, first of all, Seems like a great human being. Seems like his family. They do really philanthropic stuff. So I like the Holiday family. Um, Great defender. Great passer. Willing shooter. Holy moly, would he be really good. So if you're the Celtics and you see Milwaukee coming down the pike and you're like, "Uh uh-oh, they're way better than us now. Drew Holiday is a really interesting uh, piece 
to get in on. More interesting than, say, Buddy Healed, which I'd like to talk about. But I don't know. I spent the last few hours like trying to make it work on trade machines far and wide. And I, just, <laughs> like, I don't know how Boston realistically gets it done. Uh, Drew Holiday would. Yeah. Yeah, we, we can get the trade. I kind of spoiled the punchline. I didn't realize when you hit share screen, it goes right to the stream. I thought it was like you have to admit it to the stream. So we, we now know who does most of the screen sharing in the podcast. Yeah, I usually don't do the screen sharing. I usually react to the screen sharing, but I absolutely would take him on the Celtics. I think he's a really good fit. Uh, you know, you mentioned Marcus. They're very similar players. Holiday gets the the nod league wide as being the better players had the all-star nods. Uh, you know, he had the, the playoff series where he kind of outdid him in the game five, you name it. He's done it. And he is older. You're right. And the biggest knock I have on Dame Lillard is old and gets yeah. paid a lot of money. That was one thing we talked about throughout the summer, throughout all of this, throughout all of the, Oh, they need to do what he's asking. And I'm like, do they really like, he's kind of a negative <laughs> asset and they hooked him up with this contract until he's going to be gray and old. Shout out Rick Pitino. Really? Do they need to help him out? But Drew holiday, his contract, more money than I thought. I thought he was closer to that Malcolm Brogdon, Derek white range. I now have spot track up. It's updated. He's it's got the $36 red million, the, dollars, right? Yeah. It's yeah, a lot of money. It's a lot of money. 34, well, 35 this year, plus the likely incentive, right? Yep. 36, eight is the cap hit. Mm -hmm. And then he has a player option for next year. And you have to imagine he's going to pick up, right? Unless he's yeah. real angry. And he <laughs> came out, what, yesterday in yeah. an article oh, for some local publication was like, I'd like to be a buck for life. Yeah. We'll say this for the writer. Good thing it got published yesterday. Cause then all of his work <laughs> would have just went to waste. That'd be terrible. Sure. <laughs> like I have some things that I need to shift around now that I, that this trade has gone through that will be coming out, mm. but I'm, I'm happy that Drew holiday is not on the box anymore. If Dame is going to be there good for good for us, I suppose that's one less defender that the Celtics are going to have to deal with and happy Dame didn't get his way, even though he kind of got to a winning team. <laughs> he's going to wear a jacket at least, or get ready to learn cheese. Yeah, <laughs> Sam, yeah. big spike guy. Sam with the banger of the day. Sam, how many impressions or views does that tweet have? How many? That, impressions? that was like this is at five forty four p.m. It has seven hundred twenty eight thousand. <laughs> Sam, with that the number's banger not today. real. Twitter doesn't work. Are you kidding? <laughs> I maybe at least I you can count that. the likes. The, the, the this is true. Ten k likes though. We we hit the ten k. That's there you go. See First the little k That's huge. Yeah. But and, and I plugged the pod. I did and see that. Like the pod. Oh, you. Uh, it's funny, though. You plugged the pod that said Celtics among favorites to land Damian Lillard, which is just like completely irrelevant. Oh, I tried to relate it. <laughs> fair, fair. But Drew Holiday, Brogdon and Rob. Yeah, I'd do it. I, I would do it. And as much as you love Rob, oh, that math, that math, that's not enough money. You have to throw in a third player with those two. I'd still I'd throw in Brissett. I'd throw in Delano and any any last piece. Yeah, they like, just signed. So you have to. That's the thing. When does you that have expire? Include, I think you can do that before the season starts. So I think they can be traded Isn't before it six the season months starts. after they sign a contract. Uh, let me check. Ooh. I'm I'm checking Fanspo. I don't. I thought that they can be aggregated sooner. I could be wrong. Very well, could be wrong. But let me it check. Could here. be wrong. It could be neither of those things. Well, so in any yeah, way, I'm I, pretty sure it's it's Brogdon and Rob and Pritchard or and Hazard. And I'm hitting Fanspo. Let's see here. You send Drew Holiday to the Celtics. It works with, as my screen glitches out, 
with a smaller contract, so it wouldn't have to be Pritchard. It works with like a a smaller so deal. They, they think you can trade Brissett. Uh, Brissett, it has the recently signed thing. It says at October fourth, so it could happen like Ooh. before, okay. literally Wednesday next week, week from <laughs> yeah. today. So it could happen. So Brogdon, Rob, Brissett, and then picks bring the meme up sam or you know actually but would i, I would do it would. i i <laughs> yeah. think drew holiday is that much of an upgrade over the starting point guard whoever rolls out and you know how big i am at Derek white drew holiday is that guy he he was so so good for the bucks last season he dropped what almost 50 on the celtics that was a crazy day game. yeah he makes everything he's an elite he's basically marcus smart if he was a 40 percent three-point shooter which is just mm. like that's exactly huge... what yeah that's a big if um and as far Marcus as like Smart oh would still be on the celtics if he was a 40 percent three-point exactly get ready for the nfl season with incredible offers from FanDuel, america's number one sports book right now new customers can bet five dollars and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed that's guaranteed plus all customers who bet five dollars will get 100 off nfl sunday ticket from youtube and youtube tv now is the best time to join FanDuel. It absolutely is. The app is easy to use and you can be on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston. Kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Exactly. And as far as the idea you brought up of, oh, you know, would they have to get a third team involved? Like, there are teams out there that might want Malcolm Brogdon that could help facilitate the trade. One that I've brought up in the past, the Pelicans, who have young assets and they have some people and they have a desperate need for three-point shooting. Throw Brogdon there. You have them give up like Dyson Daniels, Kira Lewis, these project players who the Blazers might want to take a chance on. First-round pick, Blazers get some picks. I would absolutely love Drew Holiday on the Celtics. You roll out a starting lineup of Drew Holiday, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Porzingis, Al Horford, or Derek White off the bench. Tweet I mean, stopping them. That, <laughs> yeah, that, literally. That, yeah. Underrated storyline that we haven't even talked about. Bringing Drew Holiday back to the East so he can lock up Dame is just mm. all time. <laughs> all time. All time. Jack, that's good. Exactly. Right. Evan like, Turner saying wave him, and then the Celtics can sign him. <laughs> Ultimate exactly. fight. Imagine if Drew's like, take my money. I'm mad. Sign it for a minimum. Bring yeah. it to Boston. I'm I'm locking up. That would be the ultimate respect move. Like there would be no player <laughs> in the NBA I would respect more. Not only is he taking a pay cut to succeed, but he's also joining the Celtics. That would be the best day ever. I would just like I'd be like, okay, yeah, that mm-hmm. that's my new guy. Can I say something disagreeable then? Oh no, yeah, please. Should the Heat go and get Drew Holiday? Yeah, they, uh, they should. Yeah. Like they kind of have to, they they promised their fans something essentially like through PR and all this leak and whatever they've been doing. They've essentially teased their whole fan base. I have not been on Reddit this afternoon, but I'm sure the heat suburb is doing absolutely swimmingly. Um, (laughs) How about I I thought we might save this for later, but how about Tyler hero? Like quote tweeting the uh, the video of Jimmy Butler, like saying they tampered and like being like, yeah, what he said, it's like, buddy, you were getting traded. Like you were (laughs) the one that was getting sent out. Like you you should be like, this is great. I get to stay in Miami. I don't have to find a new home. I don't have to move. He's like, yeah, dude, tampering. They weren't going to trade me. Like also you were the poster boy of trade. 
Also, Jimmy Butler saying tampering as if the Heat <laughs> were tampering the entire summer. Like, did you see the quote from Damian Lillard's agent? He literally put out a public thank you yeah. to Pat Riley for trying his best. What, what do you mean tampering for the Bucks? That's literally tampering. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, the whole thing was a mess. The whole thing was hilarious. It's just... Yeah, the, the agent oh, thing, I couldn't man. believe. That was um an unnecessary thing to go public with. You can just tell Pat Riley you think that. You don't need to like put it out there in the world. I'm saying. Best part of this whole day is uh, Chris Haynes being last on the... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Sam's out Chris on Chris Haynes. Haynes. Is like only in in the NBA is Dame Lillard, and he's still last on this breaking story. Like, listen, I get it. Like, Woj and Shams are always first on like the trades. Like, that's always what happens. But Dame Lillard is literally Chris Haynes is like meal ticket. Chris Haynes is his mouthpiece, etc. And he was last when I saw oh. all the notifications come well, up, actually, and then I saw Chris Haynes like three minutes later. I was like, oh boy, I forgot how bad he is. Oh reporting fast let's um let's put those puzzle pieces together that suggests that Woj got it from the bucks first or maybe the suns first or sean hmm, the shams did true. um but we didn't hear much about the bucks in this whole process i think it was floated here and there but it was mark j like... spears I, I was scrolling yeah, through uh nba central because i was looking for the dame uh will request a trade if he's not traded to miami to miami and i stumbled <laughs> upon that like from like four days ago so yeah. good for him. He was right. <laughs> or, I mean, yeah, he was right. I mean, so he's or a good guess. Yeah. We should have guessed every team. And then you could like <laughs> clip it and be like, well, this team might go get Dane. Yeah. Ultimate move from the heat though. Right. <clears throat> Obviously all these reports came out. I was reading Barry Jackson's Twitter of like from the heat perspective. And it was like, Oh, the heat, the blazers never re-engaged with the heat. The heat seemed fine with it. Ultimate spite move is for the blazers to wait for the heat to inevitably reach out about Drew holiday. Then leak that the heat <laughs> reached out about Drew holiday and then not trade Drew holiday to the heat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of blazers might've right uh, taken a few, <laughs> few rungs down on the hater power rankings after this, this. like good, big respect. Yeah, this is big time. I knew you'd like this as soon as it happened. I just don't know what the Heat are going to do because you could go get Buddy Heald or James Harden or Drew Holiday. Like, there's still Ooh, James Harden. There's, still options. there's also like that's a fast uh, way like for him to not Siakam be fat. If they really wanted to get weird. Siakam. What do you mean? I like, hope they trade for Harden. <laughs> Miami. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's what I mean. Baller, like, beat him in shape. <laughs> yeah, no, like Heat culture. Like, they'll shame him into not being fat. Is he allowed to have that beard? Sure, they may, it's like they pull a Yankees where they're like, you shave your head, buddy. Get didn't Gabe Vincent have like a decent beard, like not a hard yeah. beard, but he has like facial hair. I mean, Chris like Anderson, you want to talk about beard? Chris Birdman yeah, was yeah, rocking one. Um, cool. this whole Drew Holiday thing is the most interesting part of it to me because we briefly brought up the Bucks when we were talking about Dame destinations and we immediately like dismissed it, like, oh, they're not going to trade Drew, that's the only way. And like the fact that they were willing to do it, I wrote about it from a Celtics angle for Celtics blog, and I was like, their offense was 15th in offensive rating last year. So it clearly needed like a boost. It clearly needed help. But doing this at the sacrifice of they don't have perimeter defense anymore, right? Like their best wing slash guard defender is now going to be Pat Connaughton. Like they lost Javon Carter too. Grayson Allen wasn't a world beater, but he was like competent and they lost him too, right? Like their best wing defender is going to be Marjon Bochamp who had an mm. okay rookie season, but like that's a second year player. Well, Giannis. Well, Giannis, yeah, but I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking about like smaller guards, okay. wings, and stuff. Like he's a forward, okay, okay, okay. and like 
I mean, look at it in the context of the Celtics. You have Giannis to guard, let's say Tatum. Let's say he takes on the Tatum matchup. You know who it's going to be? Jay Crowder is 37 and going to be guarding the Jays for the entire season. And, like, he's fine, but I'm not, like, thrilled with Jay Crowder being my best wing defender uh, outside of Giannis, obviously, who will probably take on some, like, the top matchup. But, like, their defense is going to take a hit this year, and and their offense is going to be phenomenal, don't get me wrong, but... That Bucks defense, it might be a little, little shaky. That's going to be I, so bad. Uh, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I would love to know there who's stopping Derek White. It's just true. Derek mm. White going for 40. <laughs> he did have a monster game against the Bucks uh, right before Valentine's Day. That was the 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 fellows no game plays. when nobody played for the Celtics. <laughs> and he had yeah. like a double-double with 27 points. Yeah, mm-hmm. crazy game against them. And that was with Drew. So watch out. Yeah, I think so poorly of Damian Lillard's defense. And I remember we talked about this at like <laughs> I don't know how many times the Celtics I like this. got in trouble because you could just pick on their point guard. Now Boston gets to turn around and just like yeah, just mercilessly hunt him the way teams used to Kemba Walker or Isaiah Thomas. And that's not hyperbole. If you look at the data, Dame Lillard is consistently not just like a bad defender, one of the worst defenders in the NBA. And he's 33, and you're going to pay him 60 something million dollars in two years. It's look, the Bucks might win a title out of this. And just like the, the Drew trade, it was worth it, especially for a small town team. But holy Moses, Giannis could still walk in a year and a half if he's not liking it. And then, mm. then what happens to Milwaukee? Um, that'd be kind of funny if he left, uh, like after they if he goes this, to Miami. But, well, that'd be less, terrible, but that's funny. I, I texted Jack as soon as this happened. I was like, Giannis bullied them, dude. Like, they they heard all this Giannis noise all summer, and it all kind of makes sense now. Like mm-hmm. he was People probably aware that this was an option. They probably were unsure of either how they were going to get it done or if they wanted to get rid of Drew Holiday. And he was just like, "Yeah, dude, like I want to win." Might leave, and and they were like, "Well, shit, we have to go get Dame." <laughs> and they brought in Dame. God but Dame. I think I mean you're completely right, Cam. I've been harping about this contract all summer. And the defense does not help it. He's an aging point guard who partly relies on his athleticism to be great. Of course, he can still shoot like nobody's business. So that's a plus as he ages. But 33, he's going to be making $60 million when he's 36, 37 years old. Good luck to Milwaukee. They don't have any draft picks. No picks. If if you're the Pelicans, dude, you're just sitting there like, (laughs) like, oh, my God, did this really just happen? (laughs) They got the picks. Sure, Giannis could leave, I guess. Like, Knicks fans are really convinced they're getting Giannis. And Giannis, there there has been, like, little rumblings that he has interest in the Knicks. Like, I've heard that, like, he's talked to people and told them, like, like made, like, little winks, like, when the Knicks were mentioned. But I don't know if he's going to leave now. They, they try to earn his respect. This is a big season for the Bucs, I guess, at the very least. Yeah, but if they yeah. two if- – this playoffs and next playoffs, they come up short. He's not going to sign the extension for money reasons. Then he can say, look, I respect what you did, but I got to walk. Are the Celtics going to break one of the league's best uh, for the second time in the last 15 years? And make <laughs> him leave again? I mean, it's possible. well, to that end, again, I, I don't think the math works for a Drew Holiday thing. If Boston thinks there is even like a sniff that Embiid or Giannis would want to come to Boston, like even giving up an iota of extra uh, crap in the cupboard undermines that. 
because Boston doesn't have the best offer. So they're going to have to hold on to everything they've got. So true. I don't know. I like Brad Stevens coming out and being like, we love Brogdon and also he's healthy. Maybe they're not looking to make a move. Um, even though we were kind of promised they would over the summer. Well, yeah. You did mention if uh, Smart shot 40%, he would still be on the team. And I raise you, if the Clippers weren't assholes, he would still be on the team. So <laughs> there's that angle to it, too. I mean, I don't know how much they want to get rid of Brogdon. They only have the two guards left where they, they don't have that flexibility to really be, like, shopping Brogdon around. Unless, unless you get Drew Holiday. Really great back, <laughs> like you Drew get Holiday. Drew Holiday. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'd love Drew Holiday. I, I would like that. I, you'd get me excited. I'm usually anti-trade, but you find would. a way to get Drew Holiday. He's a really, really good fit. Would, yeah. Good fit. Defense would. can play offense. He was an all-star last year. Why not go get him? Even his contract. His contract has a player option for next year. Again, you would imagine he'd pick it up. But after that, you're not married to him. It's not like Dame where you have him forever as he becomes decrepit and old and you're paying him <laughs> so much money with the new CBA. Like, this is fine. I don't know yeah. if I want to give up Rob, though. I, also, I feel weird about the Rob thing because Rob keeps getting thrown in trades, and I'm like, well, I don't know if we should all give he, up on Rob yet. He's I the just, only interesting piece. It's true. Yeah. It and also, like, That's why I hate if, trades. If you have a chance to get an all-star, I, I feel like it's gotten to the point where Rob isn't – like he's still young and he's still intriguing, but he's not like 21 years old, just off True. the fresh. Like, I, I think it's worked out from well. And uh, Cam, I know you're a big nickname guy. Drew Holiday just looked it up. Banger nickname. So you'd bring some juice to the squad if you want You want some some elite Celtics nicknames. Number one, Jay, Jay Holla, the Druth, and Kung Fu Drew. So he, the Drew. he's got some, They would he, sell the, the Celtics oh, fans yeah. so hard on the Druth. Like, we would all be rock <laughs> hard. We'd be like. <laughs> Pierce, dude, like get him here. We'd have like Pierce courtside in his DraftKings hoodie, yeah. taking pictures with Drew Holiday, and we'd all be like, <laughs> "The truth is hanging his number man. in the rafters." Yeah, I would absolutely I like take truth. Drew I Holiday. I would love Drew Holiday in Boston. For what it's worth, um, Cam, we do fan mailbags or, or email check-ins every time. R.J. Johnson, who's basically a producer on our show now because he emails us all the time, was right on it. Said, can the Celtics swing a deal for Drew Holiday? Was ideally tonight? bundling. Yeah, this was literally like 10 okay. minutes after the trade. Um, ideally bundling Brogdon and Hauser. Could they work a three-way swap with Brogdon going back to Indy? Parts headed to Portland, blah, blah, blah. From the Celtics' perspective, the Bucks are harder to guard, but perhaps easier to score against without Holiday. Congrats. Also, Sam, getting your wish of Dave not going to the Heat. There you go. Yes, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. I, I uh, you know cheered your congrats with a voice crack sorry absolutely <laughs> that's how excited i am i just i was screaming all afternoon <laughs> all right yeah, so let no, me uh, yeah can i ask a question also my wife eyes just, just like fighting that's all right life. jack deals with me dude like sam every podcast <laughs> you know how like people do the donut bat like before they go up at baseball that's me for jack when anybody has bad wi-fi like he's ready <laughs> I mean, what's frustrating is the guy came a few months ago and fixed it. It's just the past few days that it became crappy. Anyways, um, so there were whispers that the Bucks might be a Dame player, but like we weren't really anticipating that. So who is the Milwaukee equivalent for the James Harden situation? Mm. Oof. Uh, Miami, maybe. Now that they didn't China. Get <laughs> yeah, I was going to say China, but I didn't want. It. I didn't want to do it. But yeah, I'm all for that. Like, send him. I I said for Dame, like, if I was in charge, I'd see if I could send him to Real Madrid. He's pissing me off so much. Get Yabasele back, maybe Semi Ojale, and the next Luca. Next time they have a Luca, you get his rights. 
I feel like Miami. If it's not the Clippers, then Miami says, okay, we'll give you Tyler Hero. We'll give you whatever you need and make it work. Because, like, realistically, Tyler Hero and Tyrese Maxey, defensively, <clears throat> yikes. But it's not going to be much worse than a James Harden Tyrese Maxey defensive yes. backcourt. So you get younger. You get another score in there. You get whatever picks and whatever, you know, not as much as the Dame trade, but maybe you squeeze a, you know, Jaime Hawkins or you squeeze a, a you know, defensive oh Haywood Highsmith. Someone, yeah, exactly. Someone Jovich. else in addition. Yeah, Jovic. You squeeze some other assets out of Miami. You get a decent package in return. But the thing is, Daryl Morey doesn't want to take on contracts for next year. So he's just like being an asshole. Too. What if like, the Raptors come in and, like Kramer and just are like, That's here's one. whoever you want. <laughs> Even though they wouldn't do that for Dame, like reportedly did not want to give up OG. But the Raptors are trying not to rebuild. Like they're refusing to give up on these, this group There's of guys they have. It would make sense for them to go after Harden, especially because they were interested in Dame. And I almost think like Harden kind of works up there because they have so many like supplementary pieces where he could be the heliocentric player he was at his peak. Obviously, he's not physically there anymore. His legs are kind of giving out. He's getting injured every once in a while now. But it makes sense. I don't know who they're giving up, though. Like, they don't want to give up Ananobi. They didn't want to give him up for Dame. They're not going to give him up for Harden. Is it Scotty Barnes? They didn't want to give him up either. Siakam doesn't want to leave. What else do they really have? I mean, Philly's not going to want Boucher or... Gary Trent. Gary Trent, Trent, dude. To me, Gary Trent's a negative contract. That's just me, like, being kind of casual when it comes to the rest of the league. But, like, it's just, like, not a guy I want to pay money to. He's fine. I don't know. But I will say, if Dame didn't want to report to Toronto, I'd bet you money James Harden isn't too thrilled about heading up north to the Raptors. Why do people hate on Toronto? Like, it's like, I've never been there. But, like, it is, like, the (laughs) biggest city they have to offer up there. Like, it's it's essentially their New York. It's no joke. It's a major city in the world. Like, it's not, you're not getting sent to to Utah. You're getting sent to hang out with Drake and the fellas. And you can be on a rap album and uh, run through with your woes. Can I ask another hypothetical? Yeah. Um, did you guys actually believe in Anthony Davis and Boogie Cousins for that brief moment? I thought it was fun. For a second. I was too young. Really? I was like, well, Rondo and those two, maybe. But it was hard. You really couldn't believe in anybody then because the Warriors were still around, like, at their peak. I think they had KD at that point. So it was like, uh, like, why is everyone even trying? That Siakam and Embiid if you squint, look something like that. And then it's just like the Cameroonian <laughs> version of that. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool. If I'm be the fun. Cameroon national team, I'm going all, I'm <laughs> lobbying. What are you doing? Way cooler in the West. Just, just my thoughts. <laughs> Send them out. I mean, Get yeah. them out of here. I don't know. I guess the Celtics are going to have to figure out how to do double bigs most of the time. So. Uh, if yeah. Porzingis works, if for holiday. Poor Sinkus. No. Imagine. <laughs> no, 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 no. You wouldn't? Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I don't think no. so. Because then that, that just leaves you. I guess you're the same situation. team as last year. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But I don't know. Interesting. I, I, I'm I'm all in on a Drew Holiday for uh, the Celtics. I would like it. I think a lot of teams are going to be interested in bringing them in, though. Like, if, if I'm the Sixers, I look forward. If I'm the Raptors, if I'm the Bulls, like any of the teams that were interested in Dame, I'm saying, give me Drew Holiday. And you work it out from there. I mean, I don't know what his relationship's like with the Pelicans, but you get Drew Holiday back to pair with CJ McCollum in the backcourt with Ingram. Like, that's going to be a damn good team, too. So, and Zion, if he's in <laughs> yeah. shape, <laughs> if he can play. I love uh, to make fun of Zion, but they were the best team in the conference when he was healthy. Yeah, they were, they were really damn good. good. 
Yeah, it'll be it'll be curious. The I like how patient Portland was. That's pretty extraordinary. Mm. Um, so they can be patient with Drew. Uh, he can be a good veteran for Scoot and the others. But yeah. between Buddy Heald, Harden, and Drew, it's a buyer's market. There's a lot of you know two guards that are on the move, and so teams don't have to overpay. Again, I don't know if Boston can actually land Drew Holiday, but. Uh, like say Buddy goes in the next few days for you know three second round picks, it's going to reset the board for what guards are worth. When you say three second round picks, I'm just like the Lakers are going to get them. It's going to be another free guy for them. They got a whole free team at the trade deadline. You get another free guy. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, but I I'm so high on Buddy Heald. I wish I want the Celtics to trade for Buddy Heald. Perhaps more than Drew because of you know financial stuff and. I know. I wouldn't I go know. that far. Uh, volume. <laughs> no, there's an angle to it. I don't think you're crazy. Yeah, Contract's volume, better. You give up shooter. less. Yeah, Maybe. like Drew. I don't know how Drew and Derek White fit together. I feel like Derek White and Buddy Heald fit don't. together. I mean, the dream is make Jalen Brown the two guard, and then you don't really need a traditional backcourt in the same way. But we will see. I guess we will see. All right. Well, Cam, I know you have to go head out of here. We will uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for chatting Drew Holiday, Dame Lillard, and, uh, you know, let, let people know where to find you on Twitter just because I feel I think I've gotten pretty good at pronouncing your name, but I, I usually mess stuff up when I say things. You say it enough. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I got to start pronouncing my name. Um, <laughs> is this the Geek promo real? You guys have a SeatGeek promo? We do. We, we've had that forever. Yeah. Been there forever. We just reached out a long time ago and they said, yeah, here you go. And they gave us a code. So, shout out Seekeek. Wow. <laughs> maybe more to come. <laughs> if you're a popcorn guy, maybe, maybe not. We don't know yet. Eyes emoji. We'll tease. All right, I'm waiting for this the Chiron to come by so I can say it out loud one more time. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks for having me. Make sure that Seekeek use promo code HBTC for twenty dollars. Wow, look at that. Good for you guys. Um, Jack, I'll see you tonight. Right. Uh yes, yes, Celtics Lab. That was like my have plans tonight. No, yes, absolutely. I'll be on Celtics Lab. You guys want to go get more thoughts on Dame and stuff? I'll be over there with them tonight. Sam's lame and he has actual physical activity in a men's game to do. Loser. Uh <laughs> right, but, well, yeah. Maybe if I'm wired, we'll see. I, I don't know. Open door, baby. Come on down. I mean, Drew uh, Holiday might have been traded by then, you know. It's true. We never know. But uh yeah, thank you, Cam, for joining us. We appreciate you. Thanks for coming by. Thank you once again to Cam for joining us to talk Drew Holiday, Dame Lillard. Again, he has an open invite on the show. You might see him and Bobby in here more and more. Just because why not? You know, we're, we're you know hanging out, uh, getting people's perspectives. But we're going to jump into some non-Dame news. Jason Tatum went on the, what is the podcast? Cold as balls. Cold as balls with Kevin Hart. Um, the season opener, I believe. Uh, for Kevin Hart in his show, uh, and he dropped some some nuggets of information. Shout out Trevor Haas of Celtics Blog, who literally wrote an article, the best nuggets from Jason Tatum's one-on-one with Kevin Hart. We're, ch- we're going to read Trevor's article, is what we're doing. We're going <laughs> to yoink. We appreciate you, Trevor. Thank you for yoink. being a beast, uh, and we're going to relay the information to y'all on the pod here. Um, but on the show, he gifted, yep, he has it here, gifted uh, Kevin Hart a Deuce Tatum jersey. Uh, and said, we think it would fit you. Uh, they told me it might fit. I know how much you love the Celtics. Kevin Hart, who is a 76ers fan, uh, <laughs> put on a uh, Deuce Tatum jersey. Which Disrespectful is very use small. Red's number? A little bit. 
maybe but mm. it's deuce it's two it's mm. come on it's fine uh funny though that the jersey does in fact fit Kevin Hart. <laughs> he goes it actually fits pretty well um compliments his looks hard asked tatum if he wanted to be a singer and tatum responded that he wanted to be a model i get a lot of compliments from people on the street at gas stations i would go pump my gas and be like you're a lot more handsome you're a lot more handsome than i thought yeah tatum pulling up to gas stations fishing for compliments damn i'm always i always get like where are your parents yep I got a message on a, uh, a dating app today that said, well, hello, fellow baby face. I was like, I'm just going to go crawl in a hole and die. Well, then you're like, well, I hope you don't look like a grown man. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is a disaster. I hope you don't have a five o'clock shadow. That'd be kind of tough. <laughs> uh, number three, hard-ass Tatum to name something he works on daily. Tatum said, being the best dad I can be. Uh, hard accused him of hesitating and not loving his son. <laughs> Kevin Hart's a funny dude, man. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think Kevin Hart to the point where he's too famous to do like real comedy, but he is funny off the cuff. Like yeah, uh, we went definitely. this, and I was to be like, "Well, I'm not really sure how funny Kevin Hart is anymore." But that's not fair. the The thing is, like, and I think I heard somebody talking about this recently is like once they become too famous, then they don't come off as relatable anymore, so their stuff's not as yeah. funny. So, so I think that's what happened to him. But he's still very funny off the cuff. Mm. I have to give credit. Would have been okay. very mean and unfair. <laughs> Even I'm not Tatum that much said, uh, Yeah, Tatum's, Tatum's getting drafted is quote unquote by far the best day in his life so far. Started playing basketball when I was three, four. Got drafted when I was nineteen. Fifteen years. Uh, surprise, Kevin Hart didn't rip off. So not the day your son was born. Yeah, yeah, that uh, was I, that was the first thing I thought. I was like, damn, like the uh, the anti deuce yeah. allegations are stacking up. Yeah. Okay. It's not letting me scroll anymore. It's not letting me scroll because it's like stuck on. <laughs> I'm refreshing. It's not letting me scroll because I'm stuck. You have on it like fucking stuck Zoom. on Zoom. Yeah. No, it's just not working. Every time I go back, I'll I'll do it manually. I uh, realized the NBA was realistic at a young age that I had scholarship scholarship offers from every school when I was 14. Uh, humbly doesn't sound <laughs> humble to me, said Hart, uh, which is all time Kevin Hart. This scroll thing is really pissing me off. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to scroll every time. Look, I'm just going to scroll. It's just not letting me scroll. There's if you're listening, like the, the words are just getting bigger and smaller uh, as Jack tries to scroll. All right. Hart accused Tatum of wearing a toupee. Tatum insisted that Hart is envious of his hair. And he said, I woke up, threw some water on it, and I walked out the door. Hart questioned whether anyone had ever seen Tatum comb his hands through his hair uh, during a game, noting that if he did, it would fall right off. Again, very funny guy. It's Tatum it's believes Seinfeld where George wears a toupee, and mm. he actually looks really good with it, and his hair looks super good. But then Elaine gets sick of it, so he rips, or she rips the toupee off and throws it out the window. There you go. Tatum believes he's a top five player. Uh, he was asked about it, said absolutely. Said, asked if journalists finally respect him. He said, called it a slippery slope, adding that he cares more about his peers. Good. Oh. Tatum acknowledged the opinions of journalists have bothered him over the year. Uh, Hart said, everyone with their hair like that gets bothered, <laughs> which is all time. Uh, discussed Celtics offseason moves, said our team looks a little different. Uh, I'm excited and sad about Smart and Grant are gone, but we've got some great new additions. Uh, Hart reminded him that the 76 are standing the way, and Tatum immediately responded, do they? Uh, and then Hart <laughs> said, we will eventually. So, <laughs> questionable there from Kevin. Kevin Hart uh, is a wee guy. All right, noted. Uh, I saw somewhere somewhere that like um, fans are allowed to use the word we because they root and cheer for the team. Journalists uh. aren't because they are covering the team. Uh, which uh, I journalists definitely aren't, but uh, fans aren't. What number are you, fan? That's what I'd like to know. I get it. They, they're invested. Um, Out on it. Hate it. Hate we. 
out on Sam being an asshole all the time. I've always been out on that. It just it's like you're not on the team. I know it is, but even when I end the conversation, you're like, nope, fuck it, fuck you, fuck it, hate it, hate it. I'm like, brother, I was like, I just, I was like, okay, it's fine. Oh, I disagree. didn't try and carry it on that much. I was just, I was putting a cap on it. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to draw on it. I was just like, I was like, all right, let me go on to the next one. And Sam's like, nope, out on it. I'm like, oh, damn, he's really passionate. I was trying to fill weird. while you scrolled. <laughs> well, I, you mean tried to scroll? Because I still am not allowed to use the fucking button. <laughs> Well, you just expanded all the way like you did that last uh, time. I know. It won't even it. let me like click. Look, if I click, it's like stuck somewhere on the page. So I don't actually know what's oh, happening. No. Like it's it's yeah, yeah. This is a disaster. I don't know. It's pissing me off. Uh, Hart questioned the name of Tatum's Candy, which I forgot he had a brand. Uh, Tatum shared that he helped start a company candy company called Small Wins. Hart asked if the name was dedicated to the small wins he's had throughout his career as opposed to the big wins that have eluded him, uh, <laughs> which is hilarious considering he roots for Joel Embiid. Uh, <laughs> Acknowledge small. Also true. What's wrong with being uh, small, Kevin Hart? <laughs> uh, Tatum reminded everyone at the time he tweeted at LeBron James at 13 to ask him to follow him because his dad's best friend was Larry Hughes. Probably still doesn't follow you to this day. Hart said, I wouldn't. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Tatum talked about the Udoka situation. I remember I talked to the team and I was like, we have a decision to make. Um, we can either separate or we can bring us together. I think we just made a conscious decision that this was going to make us better and tougher. Interesting that Tatum like was in on the uh, Udoka situation. Cause I will say out of all the stars, like Brown was upset about it. Marcus was upset about it, but Tatum was always like, seemed like not too annoyed at the situation. So it makes sense that he was brought in on, you know, the decision-making. No, I don't think he was brought in on the decision making. He was brought in on how he, this is him speaking to the team. He's like, we can decide how we want to handle this in response to what the Celtics decided to do with Udoka. Oh, 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 okay, understand. Like we can gotcha. drag our feet and mope about it, or we can move on and try and win a title. That's that's what I read from this. Perfect, <clears throat> perfect. Next part: explain why Steph is better than McGoff. You do comedy movies, right? Tatum said, "In the times that you ventured off to do serious films, it's like he's trying." Said that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh curry has the advantage because he started at a young age talked about the 51 point game hart mentioned tatum's explosion in game seven when he called it a 50 piece tatum snapped back and said 51 then hart reminded him that it, he dedicated the game to him i wouldn't say i dedicated it to you i said i hope we can remain friends uh <clears throat> fire uh said winter is coming for philly maybe uh tatum would like to make a cameo this was a little dip into acting for tatum who said he would like to make a cameo in a heart movie i have a great role for you heart said dickhead number one <laughs> yeah who's dickhead number but, uh, two it's joel Embiid, uh second place uh nice interview fun interview jason tatum kevin hart go listen to the full time you want to check it out um favorite tidbit i'd say the philly line i, uh, I kind of like him saying he was handsome <laughs> that hands. was a good one too yeah that was a good one the gas station part yeah people at gas stations told me all the time that i'm a pretty cool guy i feel like jason tatum is not like pumping his own gas maybe not maybe not but we shall see um the next thing here none of my stuff is working and this is like i'm not gonna edit this out <laughs> i can't really i can't click i can't click on the google doc i don't know okay, why I'll my mouse it. is not working into it no, it's not even deleted. I need to put the timestamp in. I'm just not oh, allowed to no. use my mouse. Okay, okay. You uh, want me to do I, that? No, no, it's fine. I just unplugged okay. my mouse and plugged it back in. And I'm hoping it works again. Um, but all right, I seem to have fixed the problem. And uh, the only reason I'm talking about it without editing out is because I fixed it by throwing my mouse at the wall. And we're back. And we, we fixed it. We're 
mouse works again. I'm allowed to type. Uh, and we're going to talk about Brad Stevens talking about Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, I'm going to let Sam lead it in because he put it on here. And I'm still kind of angry about my mouse. Yes. Broken, so <laughs> please. Good, good for you being angry. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's nice not to be the angry one once in a while. So uh, the Boston Globe put out a piece, a little bit of a Celtics update. Gary Washburn got busy, hit the keys, and gave us some good info about the Celtics heading into camp. He spoke with Brad Stevens, who told him a little bit about Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, Washburn writes that Stevens acknowledged that Brogdon was upset about nearly being traded to the Clippers in July, but the sides have had conversations over the past few weeks. Uh, Brogdon has arrived in Boston, will be ready for training camp. This is what uh, Stevens now said to Washburn. Everybody's in Boston. Everybody's healthy. Knock on wood. If everybody gets through the rest of the week, we should be full next Tuesday when we start practice. We're excited about that. So excellent, excellent news heading into camp. This clears up a little bit of Porzingis uh, controversy, 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 worry, <laughs> concern. Also with Brogdon's forearm, that was a big issue this summer that we talked mm. about at length, especially the last couple of weeks. Brogdon, according to two NBA sources, was upset about nearly being traded. He also spent the summer re rehabilitating his elbow injury, apparently without surgery. Stevens acknowledged Brogdon's yeah. displeasure, but said it is is being resolved of course and i would say he had every right to feel upset stevens told washburn we said that in the summer but he's a real pro so we've had several discussions he's looking forward to getting started we're looking forward to getting started and here we go well i'll tell you what i'm looking forward to them getting started too i'm mm -hmm. sick of going through bleacher report and being like what trades can we talk about dude <laughs> yeah no brogdon being healthy for start training camp is huge uh, I mean, honestly, I feel like a bigger worry outside of the trade rumor should be is he still is he healthy again? Because he was rough in that yes. postseason uh, after the injury. So good Some to hear he that he's lost healthy. Game seven by just stepping on the floor. He was a negative what fifteen in seven minutes. That was a <laughs> that was the end of the game. That was the end of the season. <laughs> that was a pretty big difference. But good for Brogdon. Good for Brad. Again, as much as this is nice to hear, it could just be him posturing. Possible, True. but regardless, um. Nice to hear that Brogdon's back in town, healthy and supposedly I need getting to back to happy. Work on a Brad yeah. impression. So if I do reads and quotes from him, it'll be like Brad's on the show. Yeah, true. Then we can title it Brad Stevens joins the show. We can just do an impression. You can put like a picture <laughs> of him over me. Mm -hmm. Scam. Scam. Uh all right. Next thing. Surprise addition to the show because I just saw it on Twitter. Drew Holiday to Boston for real question mark. Shams Tarania joins the rally. Poor Breaking. Portland is going to be active over the next several days to find the new landing spot, rerouting Drew Holiday to another team. Teams like Miami, Toronto, Boston. Hmm. Question mark. Doesn't mean anything. He Like Shams could just be saying these are teams that make sense. But the fact that Shams is saying that on TV, hmm. saying this could be a team, I thought it was worth noting and putting in the show. Right? Am I right? I mean, hey, man. You know what, Sam? You know what that is? get ready to learn breaking buddy for the how about the Celtics YouTube channel. Get ready to click on that video. Yeah, that's gonna hit if it's gonna hit it 3 p.m. when Sam's at work. Gonna... Would you like to do a, a breakout now and put it out or no? <laughs> no, it's it well, it okay. hasn't actually happened. Nothing's happened yet. It's just could happen. Okay. Um just share. Well, I don't saying, mind doing it if I'm at work yeah, as long but, as I can break away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just thought the fact that Shams is saying like Boston could be a potential destination. The fact that he's even putting that out there has to mean there's some slimmer of interest. And if I if I'm the Celtics, 
Robert Williams, and obviously Brogdon would have to be in it to match salaries, but if I'm the Blazers, Robert Williams and two, three first-round picks or two first-round picks and a swap or something, like, not a bad deal. That is not too bad, you know? But, hey, I'd, I'd love it. I'd love Drew and Boston. Obviously, you just heard us talk about it with Cam. Yeah. I would adore Drew Holiday trade for the Celtics. Would. Would. Absolutely yeah. would. But moving on to what I believe is our final Celtics thing. We're going to check in with our email. Thank you all for sending us emails. RJ, you did send us one. We're going to save that for the next pod, and we're going to do an entire segment on the doc you sent us. So don't think we forgot. We saw it. We appreciate you. We're saving it for next pod so we can dive deeper because Dame stuff consumed us today. But uh, we are going to get into Philip's question for the pod, which question for the pod. Hey, fellas, thank you for taking questions and continuing to put out fun content. You guys are set up for an excellent season of potting to come. Thank you very much, Philip. We appreciate you. My question is a multi-parter about our competition. Over In the past decade, we made a lot of moves thinking about our competitors, such as acquiring players to deal with our key matchups or MVP-level competition. However, in the last two seasons under Brad, there seems to have been a phys- philosophical change to working on ourselves and not the opposite. <laughs> excuse me, opposition. KP, for instance, does not feel like a solution to Jimmy and B. Giannis, but clearly complements the Jays on offense. You could say we are proactive instead of reactive. Do you agree? What difference, if at all, is there in Danny and Brad's respective angles? Uh, first question. Let's tackle question by question. So that first question, do you agree? I would say yes. It does feel like Brad Stevens has taken a larger focus on complimenting the Jays. I wrote about uh, the difference between Brad and Danny's philosophies in a Celtics blog article earlier this summer. Uh, I know you did comment on our thing asking us to link articles we talk about. So maybe if I can find it and I remember, which there's a chance I don't. They are on Facebook. <laughs> That, yeah, you that's can find part of the Facebook. little content stream I'm I'm trying to do on there is when yeah. we write stuff I'll put it up so just more mm-hmm. interaction with us. Whatever. Maybe we'll share them to uh, the YouTube community as well because we can. Post oh, can we do that? Community. Yeah, I think we can post. Yeah, okay. So we can do that too. But I, I do think that Brad has been more of a let's spend a little much to fill out the edges rather than go star hunting. You know, let's bring in Derek White, even if it means a first round pick. Let's bring in Brogdon, even means a first round pick. Let's take the risk of trading smart, even if, you know, if to get Porzingis, all this stuff. So I do think he's like Danny Ainge seemed like he was, I'm ready for the big moves other than I'm keeping my assets and waiting. Brad seems, okay, let's, let's get a little, you know, let's hit singles basically. So I, I think what his Brad has done. I think that Brad has done an excellent job. Call me crazy, right? Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. He's really kind of gotten out in front of everything. It's almost like he secretly planned some of these moves in, in the past. Right. So the Derek white move, even before that, he, he brings in Josh Richardson. He gives him a contract extension. So he becomes more tradable that kind of plants the seeds for him to be flexible in the future. Then he brings in Derek white, who has really proved to, to find a niche with the Celtics and really be effective with them, especially as a starter. That's one thing we saw this season is when he started, which he did a large majority of the time because of Robert Williams being out and other guys being out smart, got injured during the season. So that was a big stretch for him as well. Brad might've been like, what if we move off of smart? And he brought in somebody that can kind of fill the role, do similar things to him and play in a similar style and compliment the Jays. Like you said, um, I don't think we've seen Brad do anything that's like solely to compete with the other teams. Maybe aside from bringing Horford back, if you really want to point at that and be like, well, yeah, they need him for Embiid, but also the Celtics swept the Sixers in the bubble and they didn't have Horford. So <laughs> he was actually, and, the, and the Sixers did have the Horford. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of the other team. Yeah. 
so so that's a strategy. But then as we uh, had the little Drew excitement party here, True. that could be a reactive move to mm-hmm. not only kind of like sprinkle in some spite, but also to have somebody to really hone in on Damian Lillard with a little bit of extra fire under him. Yeah, this is true. Uh, and I agree. And, and not that the Celtics don't have that already because Derek White's an all-defensive player. That's I pointed that out in my Celtics blog article. And I think that's important too. Uh, second question for Philip: As I look at the East, I do not see many teams acquiring players as quote-unquote Giannis stoppers or other reactive strategies. Do you think other teams are shifting their approach too? Maybe. I, I don't necessarily think that this is as much of the approach anymore in the NBA like you're saying. I feel like teams are more focused on improving internally and helping their guys be at their best. I think the Celtics have that in Horford. I think they lost one in Grant uh, this summer, which is is a subplot. They lost a guy who can guard Embiid, who can guard Giannis, and who has done so successfully. Um, and more importantly than that, not that I think Porzingis isn't going to be okay at doing it. Like, I don't want Horford guarding those guys throughout the regular season because that's going to take a toll. And as much as the playoffs are what matters, and he can do it in a playoff series, like the Celtics might have to get creative on Giannis and and, and Embiid and Jokic and all these guys in the regular season because Grant's not there to take on that that heavy duty workload. But as far as other teams, like I think a lot of those top tier teams already have that guy. Like you have Bam for the Heat, you have Evan Mobley who's supposed to be growing into that guy for the Cavaliers. You have a a imperfect duo of Mitchell Robinson and the body of Julius Randle. Like you have big guys in the New York front court. I'm not saying it's Julius perfect but... when he's not stumbling around on the offensive end to try. You, you have, <laughs> you have big bodies. Um, and so I don't, and once more on top of that, I think the other important thing to note is there aren't really many Giannis stoppers out there. Like there's not guys who can just True. stop Giannis. Like the only guys we've really seen do that consistently. And maybe this is just bias. It's like, Horford and Grant. That's been the best example you've seen out there. Uh, and so I and Bam, Bam, give him his credit too. Bam has done a phenomenal job at it too, and it did it in the first round of the series last year. So I don't know if it's as much as they're not trying to get them, or if it's more of there aren't many, and the teams that need them already have them. Yeah, I I really circled back to Al Horford when I thought about this, just because he and Grant are the only ones, like you mentioned, that have really done an excellent job at it. I think you could point to Bam as well, but he was homegrown for Miami, so they didn't have to go and get him. And I don't think they drafted him back in 2017 as a Giannis stopper because Giannis wasn't Giannis just yet. He was he was close. He was getting there. He was catching attention of people. But he wasn't MVP Giannis. He wasn't winning finals MVPs, leading the Bucks to a title. Are there teams in the East now that are on the come up? I guess you could point to the Knicks and Cavs, but even then, Mobley, homegrown. Maybe they drafted him more with a Giannis stopper mentality in mind let's look at the 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 real rising teams right like in orlando maybe in indiana miles Mm -hmm. turner's been in indiana so that's not a reactive move orlando do they have anybody like that just yet no carter's all right uh not really though they don't really have anybody i mean indiana drafted jairus walker if you want to look at like a bulky forward who could throw at him but okay it doesn't seem like they're planning it just seems like they're getting guys that can fit with their core which is how often throughout history have there been stopper guys how often have it has it really been like teams are going to get stoppers uh lebron that's one sure lebron stopper pj tucker was labeled a lebron i mean he could also be a Giannis stopper. Sixers want to get PJ Tucker. Like that could be an example well, too. PJ Tucker's washed now. He's cooked. But <laughs> no, seriously, he is. Uh, I know what you mean. But like, I don't know. I, I guess there were probably Jordan stoppers back KD. in the day, back when I PJ was. PJ Tucker the was a KD stopper 
for for the Bucks okay. two years ago. He literally was. Sure, <clears throat> that's an example. But it, um, it's, it's very rare. I think Giannis is at the level where <laughs> there should be stoppers, but he is a unique guy. This is turning into a Reddit question of the day because I'm thinking of examples now. Curry stopper Matthew Delvadova shout out for Jason. Yeah, Curry but they didn't around. go get him for that. I know, I it know. It was I'm his just job, and J.R. Smith was like, "Yeah, it almost killed him in that finals to chase him <laughs> around." Yeah, uh, good question. The last question: If a team wanted to target the Celtics, what type or specific players would be involved? Perhaps long athletic types. Yeah, just wings that can guard Jason Tatum, like, mm. like four years ago, PJ Tucker, or you know, uh, I guess Josh Richardson if they want wing help, like just, just wings, just good defensive wings who can come in and play some defense. Um, But as weird as it sounds like a lot of these top teams around the East don't really have great wing stoppers anymore. Drew holiday is now in the West for the time being. Um, And in the case of most of these top teams, their best quote unquote wing stoppers are the star players. It's Jimmy Butler in Miami. Caleb Martin did a good job. I'll give him credit, but like Gabe Vincent played really good defense for them and he's not there anymore. Um, The Sixers have like Tobias Harris. That's who they're throwing at him and an old PJ Tucker. Kel Bridges. And that's Kel Bridges. And Scotty Barnes. That's probably the best one. That's a good one too. But then now the Bucks with Dame don't really have much to throw at the Celtics. They have Jay Crowder. We're stopping D White. No one. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Uh, um, also, for me, if a team wanted yeah. to target the Celtics, guys that can close games, Celtics haven't proven that they can do that yet. True. Truth, mm-hmm. Truthfully, as much as I like to make fun of it, we have not seen them dominate it and take a whole lot of close games. Even last year when they were at their best, they, they got off to that roaring start. They were beating the piss out of teams. They went into Phoenix and beat them by 50. And then all of a sudden, they weren't able to win these close games. It carried over to the playoffs. That's why they went down to Miami. They dropped one and two at home after falling apart in the fourth quarter. Get yourself a closer. Jimmy Butler in that first game was excellent. In the second game, he goes head-to-head with Grant, starts, turns up, closes the game. So they win that series if they could close games. They hmm. win the finals if they could close games. If you want to beat <laughs> the Celtics, get closers. There you go. And speaking of guys who you would get to stop the Jays in the finals, Andrew Wiggins. There you go. Yes. <laughs> he shut him down. Um, and before we close this, just while we're on Dame, this is from Mark J. Spears. Sources to Anscape. With Miami talks going nowhere, agent Aaron Gordon, a- Aaron Goodwin, excuse me, privately told the Bucks and Nets 10 days ago that Dame would be interested in the deal there. The Blazers were a real contender to land the ex-Blazer star, but ultimately the Bucks got the deal done. So there were some other teams that Dame was like, all right, whatever, let's okay. just do that instead, which is whatever. Um, More respectable, but still yeah. kind of get fucked. Still. <laughs> all right, let's move in to the NBA section and cover the real news of today. Let's cover the real important stuff. <laughs> Rudy Gay signed with the Warriors. <laughs> You're Rudy Gay this morning. Like, all right, I got the uh, I got the Shams tweet or the Woj tweet or whoever it was. And then it's just Damian Lillard has been traded to the box. <laughs> Rudy Gay is sitting there like this, like, uh, guys, I did something today. <laughs> Uh, this means I wonder nothing. Do you think teams knew that this was coming today? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I feel like everyone around the league kind of gets like a little uh, like mm. preview, right? They have yeah. to. You know, if I'm, you know, who uh is mad about this? If I'm them, Kelly Oubre. If I could sign with this Bucks team instead of the Sixers four days ago, I would. <laughs> I'd say, all right, let me yeah. go to Milwaukee. Let me see you later. That's Philly. true. They could use him too, because um, yeah. we just talked. Well, I don't know how great of a defender Kelly he's not the is, best but he has defender, the potential to. He has the body, body. length-wise, yeah. to do it. He's skinny. Agree, I agree. 
Um, and just for the sake of Jack predicts the future moments, let me let me look at something real quick. Uh, if you want, just thank you, Philip, for giving me this idea. If you want guys who could defend the Celtics, who do we think the uh, <laughs> the bla- the Bucks are going to pick out of free agency? Saying, "Oh, you can you can stop them, right? <laughs> you can stop them, right?" Juan Descano, Anderson, Jamichael Green. I'm just looking at the best oh, options. Okay. and Justice Winslow. Uh, Justice one of those Winslow guys, is... <laughs> yeah, one of those guys get picked up by the Bucks. You you say you you, heard, you can heard. stop them, right? Kevin James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him with it. Um, next NBA thing, DeMar DeRozan called Bulls fans idiots. <laughs> Effectively, right? Kind of. Uh, was basically he asked about. Yeah, like, he did. He did. Uh, DeMar DeRozan asked if Bulls about Bulls fans saying the team should start a rebuild. Where was this? What podcast was this? Do you know? I actually here? don't know the sourcing on this. I actually That's don't even fine. remember where I got it from. That's but, fine. That's uh, fine. This is my. Um, this is Sam's reaction to the quote. DeMar DeRozan said, a lot of people who say that or suggest that really don't understand basketball. That route doesn't necessarily always work in a timely fashion. You may think it will take. Uh, and he said this, he <laughs> spoke with sports Kita, uh, but um, <laughs> the Sam's reaction. To... <laughs> the guy trying not to laugh. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I'm sorry, DeMar. You're both. Like, Initial bro, take you... from this is... Uh... <laughs> While it may be true that it doesn't always work in a timely fashion, takes longer if you don't start, right? <laughs> That's like yes. being like, yeah, I'm fat as fuck, but mm, takes a long time to lose weight. <laughs> so I'm just not going to try. Like, well, you're never going to lose weight if you don't try. Or you're excuse. never going uh, to learn Spanish if you don't try. Like, yeah, yeah learning Spanish takes a long time. <laughs> takes long if you don't start. Tamar DeRozan just calling them idiots. Tamar DeRozan uh, likes being in Chicago, probably knows he's part of a, a departure <laughs> if there's a rebuild. Uh, yeah, it yeah. takes a long time if you... <laughs> this is the funniest... This and the Tyler Hero being like, yeah, dude, they were trying to tamper, <laughs> is the funniest thing to just come onto the show sheet today where it's like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, like oh. this makes no sense. Tyler Hero being like... Yeah, dude, Milwaukee tampered. Like, it doesn't matter. You were gone. You should be, like, I think they did it clean. Yeah. That's that's just fire. That's Today fire. might All be right. the funniest day in the NBA in quite some time. I guess that's it, kind of what happens when a big trade happens. Yeah. But everybody just talking out of their ass. And this DeRozan thing was not from today. Isaiah Thomas had something today, too, today. I don't know if you saw it. Harden. Isaiah Thomas. Uh, yeah, he said, y'all think Harden shows up to training camp or nah? Well, they trade him soon. Bucks got to be the favorite in the East now, right? When healthy, they matched up best mm. with Denver. Isaiah Thomas also responding to a tweet of the Bucks roster saying, y'all got a roster spot. <laughs> As you should. He's asking out. They, asking need, they need perimeter defense. Go get, go get Isaiah. Because uh, <laughs> we found out Lamar Stevens not, exhibit nine training camp deal. Yeah, so go it seems likely they'll make Keith the roster. Smith. Yeah, but he still has to fight for it. All right, Sam, write a post today. What you got? Uh, this is a good one. This is this actually I probably should have pushed to Saturday because I I put this on the show sheet today, not knowing we were going to get a bomb. I made this at probably like noon. Sure. Um, so Sam's right post of the day. What are some NBA subplots you're invested in that aren't getting attention on national media? I want to do a little catch up. For for all the Ooh. for all the listeners that, that might not know what has happened this summer, uh, the poster says, I feel like most of the content here is either focused on past legends, never-ending historical rankings, NBA narratives, and the main stories that are getting attention on the networks and on social media. I do read some interesting new stuff on the team subs, 
but I'm interested in what the side stories or subplots you'll be focusing on this season are. Here are some of mine, the person writes. The Detroit Pistons bigs rotation. I feel like Wiseman, Jalen Duran, Isaiah Stewart, and Marvin Bagley all proved at some point that they are worth a big role on the team. Probably true. I think most scouts, I do too, think that anyone will distract Duran from fulfilling his potential should, or anyone who will distract Duran from fulfilling his potential should be moved. Probably true. He was excellent for them as a rookie last year. They brought in Wiseman too, to try and get a little bit of juice out of him. Mm. A sub subplot would be, is Duran a Chris Weber type that can play power forward next to a big, or is he a Howard mm. type of massive paint terror? This Second one is one. discussed a bit, but Brandon Ingram Zion as a pairing. Ingram always looks like the better individual when Zion is out, but when the team looks better is when Zion does play. A lot of this is mumbo-jumbo mess typing. That's why I'm stumbling through it. The magic point guard situation, something we talk about a little bit. Mm. Markel was such a feel-good story last year. I was bummed that they brought in Anthony Black. Does Markel have another level to reach, or is he maxed out and is what he is? Also, Jalen Suggs and Cole Anthony. They got like yes. a bunch of guards down there. What's some of yours? So you go ahead and you give yours. I'm going to click the link and go into the comments. Um, As much as I still think they're the best in the West, like the Nuggets depth got kind of bad. Sure did. Year. Like really like losing Bruce Brown was huge. Losing Jeff Green was sneaky huge as well. Vladko Kanchar goes down. He was probably going to play a decent role for them yep. this year. Like they're really left with like, Zeke Naji, Christian Brown off the bench. And Christian Brown had a great season. Brown, who was earned like, the respect of many. He's good. But, yeah. like, that depth got bad. Uh, we've talked about it a crazy amount. Chris Paul and Golden State, like, what are we doing? What's going to happen? Celtic trap pick. Rubs hands together. Yeah. <laughs> um, and another one you mentioned last podcast, like, John Collins is on the Jazz now. Jazz, jazz? Are a bad team. Kind of, like... like- I think I think the storyline is not so much the Jazz on our bad team, but besides the Spurs, and it's kind of unfair to even be like them because you don't know where you're going to get a Wemby. Who are the bad teams in the West? Like, there's really not yeah. that many, mm-hmm. especially with Portland getting Aiton. Like, they're they're okay. yes. Um, we we but... we talked about this kind of like off air. Like Portland mm-hmm. kind of good now. But so is the everyone. Jazz, though, like the Jazz have maybe the tallest lineup outside of Bo- maybe Boston's taller, but like. Laurie Martin is going to run the three. It's seven foot tall, yep. right? John Collins is six ten, running the four, and then Walker Kessler is going to be seven seven foot one, running the center. Obviously, you have a little bit of a fall off because Collins Sexton is running one. But if Talon Horton Tucker's in there at six foot five, six foot six, six seven, I don't know how tall he is, but he's a taller point guard. Like that, he's huge. Jordan Clarkson six five. Like they have a long lineup. Oche Abaji. Like they they could low key be a team to look out for if they get people to buy in. And Will Hardy really has them like locked in like to be a top 10 defense in the league next year. Like they could be real good if they have people lock in. So I think the jazz are going to be sneaky fun. Um, th- those are probably some of my top ones. And also like, this is definitely not niche enough, but like, dude, the thunder are going to be gross. The thunder are going to be so fucking good next year. The thunder is so like, they're nasty. They're going to be not they're chat, chat, uh, chat in general, chat in general is going to be fun. Pressure anyway. on the thunder. Because everyone Agreed. believes that. Like you said, it's not niche. Yeah. Like everyone's like, watch out for the Thunder. It'd be good. Yeah. Kind of pressure on them. Uh, mm-hmm. Top comment if the Kings can replicate their success, is Fox hitting his prime or was his health and efficiency increase flukish? Halliburton gets touted as a winner despite winning nothing. So be curious if he can drag the Pacers <laughs> to the playoffs. And once he gets there, 
in in correct form of there. Does his weird shot work less when NBA players are 100% engaged in playoff basketball? Actually, a decent question because he shoots from like his waist chest area. Uh, torso, I guess, is what they call that. Same for the co- constant jump <laughs> passes and such. Also, can he make Obi look good? Well, the Pacers were a playoff team Ooh, when he I was forgot about Obi. Year. Uh, we need to do – you put it in the bank. I don't know when we want to do it. We need to do a who he played for. I'll guess, and it's mm. a nice catch-up for the listeners, too. That is a good one. Like, we, yeah. we also need to do our standings predictions for the season, but that can come like the week before. That, yeah, that's um, like tip-off week. Uh, next cool. comment, I hope. I just hope Marcus Smart does well in Memphis. Miss him already. Can you still see me? Yeah. <laughs> my, entire, my entire computer screen's just shut off. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, here. I'm here. <laughs> really looking forward to the Nick Nurse and Bede Maxi dynamic. Doc was such a game manager that Joel's thrived under. Now with a little more pressure on him, let's see what where the accountability goes. Also, expecting Maxi to move up to just outside of the all-star consideration for guards. Probably fair. Some other Sixers subplots Ooh. that intrigue me that aren't James Harden. Can Melton get his offensive efficiency higher where his usage makes him the fourth best player in our rotation? Will Oubre understand Ooh. he isn't, quote-unquote, the guy and learn to pass the ball? He and Embiid could do wonders together. Both out of camp. No. <laughs> Will Ferk get his trade demand? <laughs> this sneaky is actually one, a really uh, great Reddit post. We could sneaky do a whole one that, on um, Sneaky one that Dame's traded, like, the Bucks were already slated to be better this year because Bud is gone. AJ Griffin's a good coach. Like they have a whole new thing in there. Um, Bud's not that could there be to like stand there with his mouth again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, do you want to call it there and head into the wrap? We'll call now? it there. There's a bunch more we could do on this. Maybe we'll even revisit it. I don't, yeah, I don't think so. Agreed. There's so many Reddit posts that the Reddit community does an excellent job with. So we don't really need to do that. All right, though. Let's pull them up to the rat list. Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Uh, I only have the one right now. I may think of some others. Jack got a bonus rat list that uh, he will not make the air, but uh, yes, you can go first, Jack. Rat list this fucking bug that I just killed. Get shit on. All right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> More like the rip list, dude. Um, get shit rat- on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rat list ticket master. So a couple podcasts ago, might've been last podcast. Hmm. I came on here super excited because I signed up for Noah Khan pre-sale tickets. Get into Ticketmaster 10 a.m. this morning, early for Jack, early morning, right? <clears throat> 10 a.m., mm-hmm. big. Uh, get in there. Get in the queue. 3,000 ahead of me in the queue. You might think, oh, that's a lot. My friend got 20,000 ahead of him in the queue. Fenway so Park, a, correct? Uh, Fenway Park. So it's a pretty big venue. I got pretty, pretty good. 3,000 people. By the time I get in, no tickets left. Gone. All gone. All oh, gone no. tickets. My sister got four for the day before. However, and I, I, I gave her the money, right? It's fine. <clears throat> Guess how much the upcharge was for Ticketmaster. So these tickets, so concert tickets, right? You have to, in context here. My friend got them for, I think, I think they were like 179 plus fees on the MLB app. Ticketmaster? Okay. Not bad. Ticketmaster? $400. That was my guess. Before fees. 500 after Celtics tickets are no joke either dude what are we doing here i everything's up it's expensive uh, to go see stuff because people want to go do stuff after covid i am a big if i want to do something i'm gonna spend the money to enjoy myself because i'd rather spend it and enjoy myself so i'm i'm gonna do it and my sister's like i want to sell these tickets i said don't sell them because i want to do it and so i said it's fine i'll 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 figure it out and i'll do it um however 
Ratless Ticketmaster for being rats and and taking forever to do it and being more expensive than the other website and also just not having tickets like they they put it the pre-sale on two different sites so they had to split that in half and there's also a general sale on friday so i'm gonna try again to do it there to get tickets but like what are we doing it's just yeah anyways also i'll let you go first but henry just tagged me on twitter with a whole list of rat list stuff so we have stuff now Um, oh did he do his own rat list he gave me stuff from around our house <laughs> to rat list. And he just, okay. There's like six things here. So I'll let you go. Then I'll run cool. through Henry's list. Henry, okay, my brother, cool. by the way, for listening. Uh, rat list. I'll do the dreams. Cause it's kind of short. Rat list dreams, uh, sleeping. So recently I have begun to have dreams. This is back to back days where in my dream, my alarm goes off. Ooh. Right now. Jack, you may not be familiar with alarms because you do get up late. I do set them. I just don't hear them. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> I just Fun fact, not to interrupt your story. I, I had an RA come to me in college once and said my alarm was waking up neighbors oh, and I not myself. So actually. I couldn't use it anymore. So I just don't wake up to alarms. So, well, anyways. So oftentimes in real life, when my alarm does go off and I'm asleep, in my dream, I'll be in whatever scenario, scene, whatever you want to call it. And the alarm sound will be a part of it. Can you play your so, alarm for the people? Which 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 alarm? No, I'm not playing because I hate the sound. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just know whatever my alarm is, whatever your alarm is, imagine it creeping into your dreams. Okay. So I'll wake up and my alarm will be going off. It's time to start my day. I have now dreamt that my alarm was going off in the context of it being an alarm. So like I was sleeping and it went off and I would wake up. And it's not actually going off. So my body is waking me up at times that I'm not supposed to wake up. And I don't how know. early? Like how much earlier is this? Like So yesterday it was fine because it was like two or three hours early. I go back to sleep. It's like fire. Yeah, go back to sleep. Today, 15 minutes early. Can't go back to oh. sleep. Yeah, that's a disaster. What is 15 minutes early for you? Like what time are you waking up? Five. So it woke you up at five or woke you up at 445? 4.45. 4.45. Oh. That's disgusting. I mean, I used I might to have still been awake. Back in my yeah, that's prime. a disaster. I've been told I also hear my alarm in my dreams. Um, except it's it's weird because it's always it's never an alarm. It's always like faded into the music and then it slowly fades and I hear it as an alarm in a second. So like it fades in. But I've mm. been told that I'm a psycho for the alarm that I use. Um I I need to find it now. Where can I find this? Well, you know, I think you had it cued. What kind of psycho? You're a psycho for being like I'm a psycho for the alarm I use and not having the alarm like ready. I know, I know, I know. It's, I think it's, is this it? That's not it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I guess it. It's just the, uh, the bah, 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 like the really oh, loud. <laughs> that's not the one I use, but okay. I don't think there's anything psycho about that. What's psycho about that? That sounds like I don't know. Alarm. People have just told me like this. This is the alarm that I use. Oh, um, little, little tidbit, little tidbit. Hmm. Back to the true holiday thing. Good friend Keith, you may mm. see this. Mm. Drew Holiday's agent has done a lot of work with Boston over the years. Just tossing that out there. Ellipse. Eyes emoji. <coughs> Eyes emoji. I, All right. If this happens, <clears throat> I'm going to be so hopped. All right. Let me pull up the Henry tweet. <clears throat> Rat list. And this is a good one because I forgot about it. Our hot water is broken. Or it oh, was. Oh, no. For a minute. So Sunday after ball, Sam, Jack came home and took a cold shower. Cold shower is not that bad. Depends on the context. No, horrible. Horrible. Depends on the context. context. Yes, Not good. In the context. Like 
Probably not good after driving home from ball. Good yeah. after stepping in the house after going for a run. Great. Sure. I'll buy that. There's no, I'll there's actually that. like no sensation quite like when you're in a cold shower and you can feel the warm sweat like leaving your skin and being I will replaced say, with the cold water. I feel like cold shower is fine, but when you don't have a choice and you know you Correct. have to take a cold shower, yes, <clears throat> disaster. Um, bathrooms with no towels or paper towels, says Henry. Just okay. a general rat list. You go to the bathroom, sure. there's nothing in there. That's a disaster. Uh, I don't deal with this issue because I purchased my own Wi-Fi. But in our house, the Wi-Fi is in like the very corner of the house. And mm -hmm. I moved my room downstairs specifically to be closer to the Wi-Fi at one point in time during COVID. Uh, but Henry is still on the opposite side of the house. So he says my Wi-Fi is ass during FaceTime. Um, His Wi-Fi or my Wi-Fi? My Wi-Fi, what's worse? Henry, tell us. Uh, probably, probably yours, but Henry, yeah. Henry's isn't that it disc it isn't that the Wi-Fi is choppy. It's that it constantly connects and disconnects from his phone. Cause he's just far. That's what away. mine does. That's what mine does okay, literally maybe when so. we do shows. I didn't know that. I wasn't sure if your Wi-Fi was just bad. You just, anyways, um, Henry says also coworkers who can't communicate, which is sure. I'll buy that. Bonus ratless from mom, expensive surgery for Duke because my mom got the bill for the vet today. And let's just say. It was more expensive than my uh, my concert tickets by uh, maybe a few times amount. Uh, she's not too not pleased. Uh, Duke, who tore his ACL, um, <clears throat> who will now have to be he has having surgery on the ninth. So a wheelchair Monday. No, but he's have to be confined to one single room where he cannot get up on anything. And he's just going to be barking at me all day, regardless of the sedation. But hmm. they took him to his consultation today. And the other dog has separation anxiety. She doesn't like when people are gone. So she spent the entire morning just whining. And I had to kick her out of my room. I'm like, you got, brother, you got to stop. <laughs> she was pissing me off. So I, uh, she got the boot. I will say anti-ratless though today. Continuing my addictive personality. Got Jersey Mike's again. It's very good, good. job. Yeah. <laughs> got me addicted. Good sandwich. Uh, surgery tidbit. Uh, well, I guess veterinarian tidbit. My cat Squeak <laughs> back in his day. I mean, he's still Great kicking. name. Yeah. Well, he squeaked when we brought him home, like when he was a kitten. Like that's how he would meow. It sounded like a squeak. Squeaks Never grew still out around. Of it. Yeah, still, still kicking. Skeleton now. Used to be real fat. Oof. So he had to go to the hospital one day, but he was consistently in the veterinarian office, and awesome. I mean, he was a regular. He had like anxiety, uh, heart failure, uh, diabetes. So he has been a little walking uh, cash cow for the vet. There you go. You know who else has been a cash cow for the hospitals in general? My family. <laughs> I think I've told this story before. Um, well, on the one hand, you have Henry, who just falls asleep a lot. So they had to take him yep. to the doctor a lot. Um, <clears throat> so to the point where ch like children's when we were kids recognized our family is how often we were in there. Um, I got hit in the head with a baseball bat. I think I've told that <laughs> sure story did. out here. Uh, Henry got hit in the head with a baseball bat by me. And Grace, so twice, two different times. You guys gotta do that to uh, your kids. Part yep, of the family yep. tradition. I bit through my tongue as a child, Oof. so I had to go to the hospital. My sister hit Henry with a golf club. Um, so the, the hospital got to got to know him. Got to know him about us. Uh, Henry has a scar in his head where he can't grow hair from my tooth. He's just a little, little tooth mark in his head. We went down the That's slide together as kids, and uh, Henry stopped a little too fast for me, and it just <laughs> bit him in the head. Um. Yeah. Um. Do I have any more fat list? I'm trying to think. Oh, I do. I have. Do you want to go first, and then I'll go, or do you want to close? Uh, yours might be more of a closer than me. So, rat list. 
running in the dark. This week, I have had to get up at 5 a.m. And I always, I usually get up at 5 a.m. on work days when I go in. This week, we're all in uh, an hour early. It's like a special event week going on. They have it coming in at 8 instead of 9. So I have to get up early and run in the dark. And it's terrifying. At the beginning, <laughs> I start off on a bike path where there are no lights. Yesterday, I got punked by a park bench. Thought it might be like a coyote. Do you remember earlier this year when there were like the coyotes running around my neighborhood and I was bitching about it? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah that was terrible. So I always like am worried they're going to be out at night because I know they exist. They do exist. Uh, so I, I would like to not meet them. So it's actually kind of cool being out there as the sun comes up. But the very beginning, not a lot of fun. A lot of <laughs> uh, tightness, uh, heavier breathing, angst as I, I trudge through the dark. Yeah, I can't imagine that's very fun. I don't like running in general, so doing it in the dark doesn't sound very fun. <laughs> Worst run I ever thing. did was when I was at the news station. I had to go in. At you four. told me this. Yeah, I remember. And there was one day. It was supposed to be 100 degrees. That was a Wednesday. And I got up at 2 and went running. It was fucking terrible. It was worst yeah, run ever. It was still oh. hot. I had this reflective vest on. It was pitch black the whole time. It was like terrifying times 10. Yeah, it, it doesn't awful. sound fun at all. Why didn't you just, you know, not run that day? I'm me. That's why. <laughs> uh, all right. My last rat, last rat list today. So, I again, this is just the chronicles of Jack goes to his aunt's house. Uh, my aunt, by the way, who I call Gugga, because when we were kids, mm. we couldn't call her by her. Like, we were just idiots. So, like, her name is Maggie, but we were stupid. So, that is, you know, you know what I'm saying? That's what we call her now. Anyways. Dude, I'd be heated her- if people were calling me Gugga. And she said. <laughs> I'd be so mad. <laughs> I'm, tw- I'm 24 like, years old. By your way. your mom <laughs> would be hearing it from me. Like if my siblings, nah. kids, my my nieces and nephews were calling me Gaga, I'd be like, "Fix your kids." It's fine. It's fine. Anyways, her dogs, which who are named Woody and Rocket. Rocket's the puppy. Woody is amazing. I love her. But Rocket, I kick the ball to him, right? And, and he goes to chase it. Like there's this orange ball. He gets. He bites. He brings it to my feet. We developed a good rhythm, me and Rocket. You know, we we he's an asshole. He's not my favorite, but we kick it back and forth while I pet Woody. She just kind of sits there looking at me. She, she's stupid, but she loves love. She loves attention. But Rocket has now developed this tendency to he's very impatient. And so instead of waiting for me to kick the ball, he oftentimes jumps in front of it. And so I go to kick the ball and he's three feet away from me. I just nail him right in the face and he's fine. Like he doesn't care. He's just happy to play. But I'm like, every time he does it, I'm just yelling. I'm like, dude, dude, can you just not for a second? Um, Yeah, he's a dick. Some of my cats do the same thing. Like, but there's no ball. So I'm just walking and they're like, please kick me. Like one of one of the cats is just one. She's like already like kind of paralyzed, so like oh. her her back legs kind of don't work. She's fine. Oh, she still man. like clomps around the house at record speeds. But <laughs> you'll just be like walking around the kitchen and just wham. Yeah, like, please just dogs, kick the shit out of me. My dogs enjoy that. They they if they know there's food there, they'll walk right in front of you and get in your path. But uh, <clears throat> all right, before we wrap, Sam, I only have one thing in front of me. Actually, I have two things. Uh, if you want to guess some calories oh, here, we can. This. We can okay. have you guess just because they're just around my desk. First one is gum. A stick gum, of gum. How, those, how many calories in a stick of gum? Those I think are 10 per stick. Five per stick for extra. So get yourself some extra gum. You want some, some non two calorie. Effect. 
I might get judged for eating these, but they're fire. These are oyster crackers, and I just bought a bag of them to snack Oh, no, on. those are fire. <clears throat> right? Have I ever done... Both. I don't know what the... Cal All right, like, let me give you a calorie guess. What's the yeah. grams? Uh, you guys get your daily ASMR from me crinkling the bag. Uh, 22 crackers, 15 grams. <clears throat> 15 grams is go. probably like 100 calories. Only 60. Good little yeah. snack. Good little snack for you. Good snack. <clears throat> yeah. So... My weird snack that I have not ordered and probably will never do, but would mm -hmm. the the wafers from church. People might get mad at that, <laughs> but like they're actually kind of fire. Like, have you ever had the Eucharist? Yeah, of course, there? but they're not kind of a fire item. Like, I could probably just sit here slamming back the body of Christ. They just they taste like a texturally better rice cake, is what they are. Yes, effectively. They also kind of have like a little ice cream cone to them. Yeah, I see it actually. Yeah. I can back you there. Yeah, not yeah. a bad snack. People, it's very polarizing yeah. statement. Sometimes they're like, you're crazy. Other times they're like, yeah, actually, no, I, I, see. Would, I, actually, I would wholesale order a box of them. Just keep them here. And I mean, probably no calories. Can, can you not? No, you can't. Go on Amazon, dude. Look up Eucharist. Why don't you? Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to be judged. The judgment? Yeah. Judgment. Comments. Let us know if Sam should order a bunch of fucking That's great. That's the most fire shit you've ever said on here. Did you go to church as a kid? Like, were you raised? In, yeah, like, I got, family? I had okay. communion. I, I got yeah, me confirmed. Too. Me, too. me too. I wore a Celtics tie to my confirmation. Then I went back there for game six of the 2020 Easter Conference Finals. W. And they lost. I wore a uh, Marcus Smart jersey to my college graduation under the yeah. thing. Anyways, all right. Uh, that can be about it for us. We appreciate y'all for sticking with us and hanging out as we talk Dame, as we talk Ratlist, uh, and all of this good stuff. If we get a Drew Holiday trade by some miracle, you will definitely hear from us. And you can say you heard it from us first, unless it happens in the next few hours, to which I will say we recorded this first. Uh, it's it's 7.21 p.m. on September 27th. Anyways, thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. We appreciate all the love we've been getting lately. A couple of our videos starting to get back up there. Season slowly climbing up. Uh, we appreciate those of you who care about Aaron Baines, even though it, we kind of knew it is, you know, bound to be here and there, but we'll be recording again tomorrow. We'll get you some new videos out there. We got, we actually have we some have good ideas. This idea. We have some ideas. Stuff. You might like this one. New stuff like. coming up, but check us out on Spotify and Apple as well. Leave us five stars if you'd like, and make sure to leave a comment and see us on playback TV. Let me check. We had four last time. Didn't we have <laughs> it's going to be four again. I know I'm waiting though. You guys better follow us on playback. It is now still four. It's still yeah, four. Yeah, it's still four. Go, go follow some playback. Come on, guys. We're going to actually we're have to do something. <clears throat> I know. We'll, we'll have to do it at the start of the pod. But anyways, thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate it. And I'll let Sam take it out. Yes. Thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, you are on YouTube. Whether it's ours or CLS's or CLS's other, subscribe to the channel so you don't miss any Celtics content coming your way. You can also hit the notification bell just in case some trade does break or move breaks that we need to hop on here. Emergency video for you. Um, you can find us on Spotify and Apple. If you just like the audio versions, they are up there. So leave a five-star review, follow us, and say something nice about the fellas. Uh, socials, at How About Them Seas, that's Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. The Facebook is just the name of the podcast. We are active promoting stuff on there. So again, if you want the links to what we write, they will be there. Uh, speaking of writing, keep your eyes peeled. Coming soon, Celtics hater power rankings. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm 3,000 words deep, and I'm halfway done. So 
If you like me complaining, you'll like that. Uh, you can follow Jack on Twitter at Jack's Money. He just did a great Grant article. A lot of people had some things to say to him in the comments of that one. People did not like it. And uh, you can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's it for us. Bye.